Welcome to the Divorce TV show and before we hit the news headlines in the area of divorce we've got as our special guest today James Evans of Our Family Wizard who's an amazing bit of uh, co-parenting kit that we're going to be talking about a shared story from Cinta Eberson from South Africa and a healing with Susan Carmilla. So first let's see what's happening in the news. Now this is a story, uh, we did talk about it a few months ago, but I thought it was fitting to uh, recap on it. Uh, in The Independent they're talking about who is Derek Chauvin's ex-wife who filed for divorce after George Floyd's death. A Minnesota judge approved the request for the couple to divorce on the 2nd of February 2021, months after the judge rejected their request to transfer most of their assets to Mr. Mrs Chauvin. The judge warned, uh, he wrote at the time, that the transfer of most assets to one party could be a badge of fraud. A jury on Tuesday found Chauvin guilty on all three counts against him. Chauvin was led from the courtroom in handcuffs. He will remain in police custody until his sentence hearing, which is scheduled for June. So just to yeah, imagine what wanting to give your spouse, wanting to give your spouse all of the assets. So can't be many of you who've experienced that, but it's broad. Who is Kelly Chauvin? Born in Laos, Mrs Chauvin was just three years old when her family fled the country to Thailand in 1977 as refugees. After a few years living in a refugee camp, the family was able to migrate to America where they resided in Wisconsin. The hospital where Mrs Chauvin met her ex-husband, Derek, who spotted her while he was bringing in someone for a health check before an arrest. That's where they first got together. Because after Chauvin took the suspect to jail, he returned to the hospital to ask Mrs Chauvin out on a date, according to Twin Cities Pioneer Press. This was the same hospital where Mr Floyd was pronounced dead on the 25th of May 2020. The couple married in June 2010 and have no children together. They owned two properties, a home in Oakdale, Minnesota, and a townhome in Windermere, Florida. Mrs Chauvin cited an irretrievable breakdown to her marriage when filing for divorce just five days after Mr Floyd's death in May 2020. Initially, the couple proposed that most of their assets be transferred to Mrs Chauvin amid the divorce, but Washington County District Judge Juanita Freeman rejected that proposal on the basis of potential fraud. A proposed settlement filed in January 21, 2021 would then award Mrs Chauvin the net profits of the couple's home in Minnesota, which lost value due to vandalism, as well as the title of their Florida home, which was also vandalised. The couple also planned to split all debt and money left in their bank account, which would leave Mrs Chauvin with about $704,000, while her ex-husband would receive about $420,000, the Minneapolis Star Tribune reported. It was not public reve publicly revealed, the final settlement that was reached when the divorce was finalised in February 2021. So have you have you ever had to divorce someone because they were going to prison for a very long time? It must be awful. So uh, please uh, feel free to share your comments if you have been kind of almost an enforced divorce, really, because I can't see how she could easily have stayed married to him under those circumstances. Next news story is uh, we're going to talk about some Russians and a probably one of the most serious cases of parental alienation that, that I've heard of in a long time. 
Uh, again, we, we've covered this story a while back, but it's uh, reached a, a new sort of pinnacle. The son who helped Russian billionaire father hide divorce money. The son of a Russian billionaire helped his father hide millions of pounds from his mother after a divorce settlement, a London High Court judge has ruled. Tatiana Akhmedova, who is Russian but lives in London, should have received £453 million following a ruling in 2017. But having only received £5 million, million she sued her ex-husband, accusing him of trying to conceal his wealth. I suppose fair enough. It's not quite... Not quite the full amount, is it? She also sued her eldest son, who she said had been his father's lieutenant and actively assisted his schemes. Ruling in Mrs Ahmedova's favour, Mrs Justice Knowles quoted Tolstoy, saying, All happy families are alike. Each unhappy family is unhappy in its own way. With apologies to Tolstoy, the Ahmedov family is one of the unhappiest ever to have appeared in my courtroom, she said. Judges heard that Farhad Ahmedov, a 65-year-old businessman, had not voluntarily paid a penny of the divorce settlement, thought to be the biggest award of its kind made in the UK. They heard that he transferred a super yacht, the Luna, worth around £340 million and an art collection worth around £110 million into the ownership of trusts in Liechtenstein. In a WhatsApp message disclosed during legal proceedings, Mr Ahmedov told his son that he would burn all of his wealth rather than give it to her. Temur, the son, replied, saying he agreed, adding that she didn't deserve a penny. In her judgment at the High Court in London on Wednesday, Mrs Justice Knowles ordered Farhak Ahmedov and a network of companies he had used to hide his wealth to hand over hundreds of millions of pounds to his ex-wife. I'm so glad he didn't get away with it. The judge also said very large sums have been transferred to Tamur, a London trader, their son, and concluded he must pay his mother around £75 million. The judge said Tamur was an untruthful and unsatisfactory witness who lied in respect to various aspects of his evidence. What a horrible thing to be stuck in between his, his parents this way. Tamur has learned well from his father's past conduct, they said in the court, and has done and said all he could to prevent his mother receiving a penny of the matrimonial assets. I find that he is a dishonest individual who will do anything to assist his father, no doubt because he is utterly dependent on his father for financial support. Can't be a very good trader then, can he? In a statement, Miss... Ms. Ahmedova said that her ex-husband's behaviour had left a trail of destruction and pain in his wake and had attempted to drive a wedge between her and her son. Pretty successfully, I would say. She added, today's judgment is the inevitable conclusion given Farhad's failure to behave honourably in the first instance. Farhad Ahmedov said entirely predictably, given its original wrong and misguided judgment, the London court has ruled in favour of visiting the sins of the father on an innocent and loyal son. A spokesman for his son said, like millions of young people, Tamur has been caught up in the breakup of his parents' marriage. He never sought to take sides or get involved, but inevitably found himself sucked into the vortex of a bitter family dispute. His subsequent actions, he says, were only ever motivated by his desire to end the war between his parents. And our last story. 
poor old Robert De Niro. He's reportedly forced to work at an unsustainable pace to fund his divorce. So the actor's lawyer, Caroline Strauss, appeared in court on April the 16th, saying De Niro has had to take every project that comes along, work six-day weeks, 12-hour days. Mr De Niro is 77 years old, Krauss said, during a virtual hearing for the ongoing divorce case against Grace Hightower. While he loves his craft, he should not be forced to work at this prodigious, prodigious, can't even say it, prodigious pace before he has to. Because he has to. When does that stop, she says? When does he get the opportunity to not take every project that comes along and not work six days a week? 12 hours days so he can keep pace with Miss Hightower's thirst for Stella McCartney. He could get sick tomorrow and the party's over. This is what I don't get. The prenuptial agreement established before De Niro and the Hightower split means that De Niro must pay his ex-wife £716,000 a year while he earns more than £10.7 million, which doesn't sound too onerous. However, the agreement has not yet come into action, meaning that the couple are still disagreeing over how much De Niro should be paying Hightower until then. Bonkers. I thought the whole point of a pre-nup and a post-nup was that you just saved all this kind of bouncing backwards and forwards, but obviously not. Let us now prepare to talk to our experts. And welcome to James of Our Family Wizards. We haven't had you on for a while, so welcome back. Hi, Susie. Thank you very much for having me back. Brilliant. And um, perhaps we can start with just been talking in the news uh, stories there of uh, what is a pretty serious case of parental alienation um, and you know, even though he's an adult son because it you know it doesn't seem to matter what age that the children are they <laughs> always just not. they just want their parents to be peaceful and not to fight right. and, and the and the war of the divorce to be over so obviously right. that's something that our family wizard is much more than just a an online diary so perhaps mm -hmm. tell everyone mm -hmm. who hasn't come across it yet a little bit more about it yeah absolutely so our family wizard is a co-parenting communication app it's a place where parents can communicate during before or after the divorce and separation process uh, our focus really is on the children you know we want to help the children and the family so you're absolutely right that parental alienation is unfortunately something that is becoming more and more common in, in family law cases in this country and we're, we're available to help in in some way um, you know, we see ourselves as the bridge in the communication. We have a series of features that are tailored and designed to help parents who are going through this process and make sure that the focus is on the child and is on that family. And on, on one air level, it's very practical, isn't it? You can have all the um, the, the holiday dates and all that information. It's, it's a lot, and it's a, but it's a lot more secure than using a Google Calendar. Perhaps you could give That's some right. of the reasons why this is definitely better than using Google Calendar. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I mean, the first instance is, you know, our family wizard has a message board, a calendar, a journal, an info bank, and an expense log. So uh, usually parents are having to use loads of different websites, apps to, to do these types of communication. That can get confusing, it can get lost, it can get misled. But as you said, it is now extremely easy to manipulate that type of modern communication. Um, you know, if anyone's listening to this and they're thinking, oh yeah, my Gmail is safe, that's fine. If you just go into Google and search fake Gmail creator, there are, there are thousands of websites 
websites where you can make it look like someone sent you an email that they never did. Um, it's really, really easy to manipulate this type of modern communication. Our family wizard completely safeguards against that. Everything in the system is timestamped when someone was online, when they read something, when they sent something. And that timestamping can't be changed, can't be edited, can't be deleted. So it is the most secure co-parenting platform out there. So people can't comp say, oh, I didn't get that message when they did. Exactly. <laughs> um, exactly. And it's, it, it creates, I often say to people when I'm uh, often promote it and I say, look, mm -hmm. it gives accountability to, and which is very important, isn't it? If you've got a difficult. Oh, absolutely. It's, it's really promoting a win-win style and sensible way of communicating. You know, in the, in the example you said there, you know, let's, let's say one parent is, oh, I never read that message or I didn't know I'd seen that message or I didn't know I'd replied to that message. It's accountability. We have record of when that message was sent, on what date of what time, by which parent, and when it was first seen on what date of what time by that parent. And everything in the system is recorded in that nature. Even when they upload something, like you said, let, let's say they upload a holiday to the calendar, that information is recorded. So we'll know which parent uploaded which holiday into the diary on what date or what time, and both parents will be notified of that. So it is saying to the parents, look, everything you're doing in the system is being recorded, and therefore the only way to do it is do it properly and find a healthier way to move forward in your communication. I hear so many stories of, unfortunately, um, parents going to court battling it out <laughs> over the children and you just think for the judge's point of view how do they know who to believe so one so, of yeah. one of the things i'm always mentioning about uh, about our family wizard is that not just the accountability but also it can stop people messing about can't it because what they can Definitely. do is um for example particularly this will be of particular interest to some of you fathers um who may be not feeling that you're being allowed to access the, uh, the you know, spend as much time with the children as you should. Mm -hmm. So what you'll be able to do is um, have no argument about the fact that uh, the, the children are, you know, you could show either they've given you reasonable access or they're not. It's all very clear. But the other way exactly. around is if you've got a co-parent who's not being very honest about about how much access you're giving to the children they're saying oh they're stopping me seeing the children if you can go well have a look at the diary i've got loads and loads of options they just haven't exactly. bothered to go in and click them you know there's no argument it's really clear to a judge that who's who's taken the mick put it that way that's exactly um, right and everything is evidenced in that sense so you know you can, you can make court admissible reports for free from within the system so you don't have to sift through all those emails or try and find a particular text that you sent a few years ago you can make a court ready report straight away from within the app um, that's amazing you know, so it's all, it'll yeah. draw in the information how clever exactly and make it ready for courts yeah exactly so on, on the uh, if you're unlucky enough to need to go to court, say to get a defined yeah. contact order for something like that, and mm -hmm. you, you mm -hmm. do need to provide a, a lot of paperwork. This, of course, yes. is a godsend to people who are DIY doing it DIY. Definitely, definitely. Yeah, we, and we have so much of that documentation ready. You know, we have a prepared court order language. So if you are going to court and you need to have a certain way of stipulating to the fact that these parents are going to use our family wizard or, you know, one parent isn't allowed certain types of access, you could say within this order in court, this is how we're going to use our family wizard. This is why we're going to use our family wizard. And we've got all of that ready for you to go. So you can actually get a judge to say you have to use this. That's right. Yeah. And we're seeing that happen more and more. Yeah. Um, we're, we're very fortunate that um, His Honour Judge Martin Dancy included our Family Wizard in the Children Act update. So we have that language ready to go. And, um, you know, 
when we last spoke, Susie, or we were just introducing ourselves to the UK, we're now seeing exponential growth, more and more users than ever. Um, and we're getting court orders from judges pretty much every day now. Um, so it is starting to, to get that recognition from the courts. We're just going in one direction, hopefully. Well, my plea is that for mediators in particular, uh, dispute mm. resolution professionals, in order to make it so people don't have to have a court order in the first place, get them using this software. Um, and uh, and as you are in the free best way to divorce app, uh, they can go into the welcome pack and I've got a nice big link. In fact, I'm going to be adding lots of extra goodies because I was talking to James earlier and they've got lots of videos and information. So it's a good place for people to go and, and at least have a look at it because it's a brilliant resource. Um, talking about... Uh, professionals and that, that's how it's been growing hasn't it through referrals from professionals that's right yeah so whilst the parents can have their own accounts we also offer what are called practitioner accounts which are free accounts for family law practitioners to gain access to their clients accounts to overview their activity and turn it into court admissible reports so if you're a mediator for example and you're working with both parents from within your practitioner account you can actually overview those messages see what they're doing in the calendar access their journals see what kind of pictures and check-ins they're doing but you can all do that from a safe distance it's no different from what you're doing now but it's all just in one location it makes everyone's lives that bit easier so um, hopefully those aspects can really help and to finish off i'd really like to ask you about how the uh, children can access mm. it as well because i think that's what brilliant thing about it um and which also encourages the parents perhaps to be a little bit more polite with each other sure. uh, and also you've got a tone meter is that right that's right yeah so in terms of the children uh, there are four different types of account well three different types of account there are parent accounts but you need two of them um and they're the only ones that pay unless they're on low income they get it for free and then we have what are called child accounts so the child can have a free account it has reduced access it can only send and receive messages to parents that they've been given access to and see events in the calendar that are in relation to that child but that's it they can't see what mum and dad are saying to each other. They can't see the money going back and forth. And then you can have what are called third party accounts, which are also free. And that's for someone like grandma, uh, babysitter, that kind of person. Again, same safe distance away. Um, and then, yes, they have all, all have access to the message board, which includes what is called tone meter. And we describe tone meter as like a spell check for your emotions. Uh, so when one parent is writing a message to another parent within our family wizard, it will alert to that parent as they're writing the message of anything they've written that might be offensive or inflammatory and, and might offend the other parents. Um, it's just a guidance. It doesn't stop them from sending a message. It doesn't give them an alternative phrase. It doesn't let the alternative parent know that tone meter was used. It's just a sort of digital filter, a suggestion, if you like. Um, but we have seen that help a lot of families over the years. I think it's absolutely genius. Uh, <laughs> and I love also the idea that the, the children can go, especially the older ones, and to the mm -hmm. diary. And as you say, they're not going to see the communications between the parents, exactly. but they can go, actually... I don't want to go there on Sunday, mum, because I've got football or something. And they, exactly. they, it, it just, and most importantly, I find, and, and again, this is often one of the ways I, I recommend it to, is, is mm -hmm. fathers who are struggling to keep connection with their with their children. Um, mm -hmm. So the, the ones who are old enough to use the diary as well, it's, it's a way to maintain that connection, to organise them right. rather than them just sort of texting each other and, um, and maybe missing messages so it's uh, I, I think it's great for families thank you so much James for coming on I look no forward to catching up with you again soon thank you very much Susie I appreciate it so it's a great piece of online kit our family wizard best way to divorce dot online free app it's in the welcome pack 
and as James said if you're on a really low income just message me through the app and uh, we can you know it's not it's not expensive but if you're broke don't worry that's not a reason not to use it and it can be a real real bonus for your family so a uh, quick masterclass I'm really looking forward to this one actually So carrying on from last week, we're still on calm seas attack. Sounds a bit aggressive, but uh, the attack is that when we're obsessed with how victimised and attacked we feel, we lose track of what's most important. And we talked about some of the remedies uh, last week for that. And this week I want to talk about the one where the children can actually help you stay on track. And uh, I, I actually did this. I sat down with my, my three children and said... Can you give, you know, what's your advice to parents who are breaking up? And that includes if they're dating again. So there were 10, we did, they came up with the 10 commandments. I'm going to give you the first five and we'll do the, the last five next week. But, but these are, it was wonderful rereading them because it's been a few years now. They're all big now. Number one, put me first. Make me the incentive to break up right. Please don't fight. And that break up right please don't fight. I actually came from my number two middle child number two don't think new partners buying presents and chocolate will make them take the place of my real mum or dad kids don't worship false idols number three you shall not take the name of each other in vain remember the day you said I love you and know that love lasts forever even if the relationship doesn't. And if your love has gone, good manners will do. Four, remember our day of rest and which parent we spend it with should include us in the decision-making process. And that's where our family wizard can come in handy. And five, honour both father and mother. Treat each other with at least the same level of respect you would give to a complete stranger. They were Full of good advice my children and uh, we can do the last five um, next week preparing now for our shared story and I think it's her first time on the show and I'm going to introduce you to Cinta so Cinta is now uh, joining us all the way from um, South Africa where in South Africa are you? Hi, Susie. Thank you for having me. I'm in the southern part of South Africa, just outside of Cape Town in a town called Stellenbosch. And uh, thank you so much for making it on here. There's the wonders of the internet. Um, and you, uh, we've, we've only met sort of properly online recently, didn't we? Because we've been conversing, but I think you're in my uh, Best Way to Divorce Facebook group and and you have uh, a lot of skills around helping people navigate divorce particularly in uh, south africa but today before we talk a little bit about that what's the shared story that you're going to share with us yeah because it's my first time on this uh, interview i would like to share my own story because that's what prompted the starting of fair divorce that i founded uh, in a few years ago Twelve years ago, when I realized that divorce was the only option for me, I went the traditional route that most people do, and that is to go and ask for somebody in the family or the circle of friends whether they know of an attorney that they would recommend. 
And then we'd go and see that attorney because it, that person came recommended and is trusted and has been dealt with before. And you start the divorce process without actually considering the, the fact that that person might not be a specialist in family law or might not have experience of divorce um, and might actually spend most of their time doing something completely different. Anyway, my journey started out that way and I was advised to just start the process with a summons in the High Court of South Africa. And it was uh, uh, delivered to my husband at the time. And let me tell you the effect that I had, the impact that that had was immense. It just ignited a fire that turned into rage and a hunger for revenge. And it, it was just a war. It was, it was as if I declared war. And four years later, with the guidance of attorneys and several of them, because I would go a distance with one and realize that we're not getting anywhere and then employ another attorney, and so did the other party, um, I found myself four years later having been dragged in and out of court, I think eight or ten times for the most ridiculous things that they could come up with. And I have spent half a million South African rands by that time. And I was financially ruined. I was emotionally absolutely drained and overwhelmed from having to just suddenly be responsible for everything because there was just no support from the other side. There was no cooperation. It was just one offense after the other and one legal battle after the other. And it was absolutely exhausting and costing me a fortune. And I realized I wasn't going anywhere. And somebody mentioned to me, have you tried mediation? And it was like a light went on. And I realized in four years, people took my money, my time, all my energy, all everything I had. And nobody ever mentioned the possibility of doing divorce in a different way, not the litigation route. And that's when I realized that there's a lot of information that we need. And that's when I founded Fair Divorce to just put all of that information in one place so that people can learn everything they need to know before they start the divorce process. Do their because homework. I yeah. Do their homework. Yes, that's, that's perfect. Because I'm, and, and I've spent the last 12 years doing research and studies and networking all over the world. And I've realized, unfortunately, there are so many people with a really vested interest in keeping that information from us. And if we don't get that information somewhere else, we're going to be none the wiser and we're going to end up spending the money like the majority of people do. I'm happy to say that in many parts of the world, it's getting better. Unfortunately, in South Africa, the majority of people still do litigation. Uh, mediation has become well known and collaborative divorce. There are lots of options. But before you even choose a divorce option, there's a lot of inside info that you need to have so that you know what you're getting yourself into. Absolutely. And that I never had. And do you have, did you have children? Do you have children? I have, I have two children. At the time, the one was still in nappies and the other one was uh, about six years old. So you're, you're, it, it double strain and, and stress because to go through all that and still trying to cope and trying to parent at all is incredibly difficult. Um, yes. A lot of people might yeah. be listening and thinking, well, um, with a with a spouse like that, how could you possibly make you know, use mediation? 
Do you think it's something that in retrospect would have made it could have made a difference to give it a try or or in your case, you know, did you ever actually get to use it at all or was it too late by then? What, what happened in your case? Funnily enough, we did try mediation then, but it didn't work because he wasn't prepared to cooperate and he wasn't prepared to be transparent with anything. So there was a lot of a lot of uh, things uh, being falsified and hidden and assets being hidden and all that stuff that we hear about every day. But I reached the point where... Do you mind, sorry, sorry? Do you mind, I, have, I have to say this, I do this to everyone. That doesn't mean the mediation didn't work. It meant that the uh, participants may refuse to use it properly what yes. he did because yeah. you know that the system works great if people are you know have a reasonable level of honesty but if they're just gonna lie mm. um no form of dispute resolution is going to give you the results that you want so but i think it's really important to say that because i think yes. too many people do um use their difficult spouse as an excuse not to even try it so at least you gave it a go mm. and he had that opportunity and i presume he didn't do too well financially or but you know he would have been better off I'm guessing if he'd cut a deal with you then it, it must have cost him a lot of money to keep going to court um, some more or less the same that I spent but I couldn't get the conflict resolved um, we were in such a deadlock that I eventually mm. after four years just walked away from everything I just left mm. it all and walked away with nothing but I did realize that it's something about the power in the relationship and that, if there's an imbalance of the power, then mediation is not going to work in any event because if two people don't share the power and are not honest and really willing to cooperate, then you're not going to get anywhere. And I agree with you full-heartedly. It's not the mediation that doesn't work. It's a very good process. It's the people that don't want mm -hmm. to follow the process. And it takes one to make it very difficult. But of course, when the balance of power thing is important to say that getting the right mediator, their job, is to balance the power. Uh, even in an abusive relationship, you can use mediation online, have different breakout rooms. You don't even have to look at them. So you have a lot yes. of control. And absolutely, if you've got someone who's gonna lie about the finances, then, and just, you know, wants to go and then spend thousands and thousands in court, because they're, you know, they're hanging themselves by own, mm. <laughs> for their own actions, they're not gonna benefit. But if they're just being stupid about it, that's what's gonna happen. But you, sometimes you can, uh, manage to use mediation, for example, to sort out a parenting issue. There may be one aspect that you can get at least some agreement. Because so, how did you manage to? I know we're going over type slightly, but how did you manage to co-parent under those circumstances? I had to make a do a lot of work on myself to change the way I uh, behaved towards him, the way I reacted to the stuff that he did. And once I started doing that and I started being grateful for the things he did do and the things he did do right, it changed the whole dynamic of the, rela yeah. the relationship. And then uh, apart from that, I educated myself on the side and realized that, we're, that I wasn't as power, powerless um, as I felt. I wasn't as defeated mm -hmm. as, I, as, I, as I thought I were, was because I was not informed. I didn't know the details and the intricacies of the finances and you know, all sorts of things. And once I started educating myself, I got my power back. And then mm. I was able to negotiate even after the divorce to say, okay, this is how things are gonna work because this works for me. Brilliant, brilliant. Oh, and, yeah. and it just, it takes a lot of courage and um, a quite an evolved spirit, I think, to do 
to do that when you've been through that kind of rigor. So I really honor you for being able to get to that space because I do recognize how you know, that's not an easy thing. Some people just stay in bitterness and get ill yes. and are unhappy. So you've done a brilliant job there. That's a very powerful story. Thank you for sharing it. And uh, I look forward to, because I know you come across other stories through the work you do and be lovely to hear. And just to find out more about how things work in South Africa would be really fascinating. So I look forward to yes. having you back on the show soon. Yeah, that would be great. Thank you for the opportunity. I'm hoping Bye. to see you soon. And I have lots of stories to share. Thank Excellent. you. Bye for now. Okay. So good on Sid That's uh, it, I always love it. You hear a traumatic story, but ultimately it kind of does have a happy ending when you get your power back and your, as your children end up happy and well. All is good, but it's a shame. You have to go through so much pain sometimes to get there. Uh, little we do a uh, tile roulette. This is the... Best way to divorce online takes you to the app, use it on your desktop, use it on your phone, um, a massive loads of things you could do. The one I'm just going to pick on today is uh, I should talk about again the 30 short videos that are those are literally 30 short maximum, I think they're eight minute long videos which uh, show you how to save about 50 grand in any currency. And uh, because they're bite sized, they're easy for you to do at your own pace particularly good for people at an early stage and even more useful I guess it, it, than if you think things could get a bit messy but uh, even if you're hoping everything will be fine there's still some really good sound information in there so I do recommend that and finally just a quick plug to the financial workshop that's uh, this is the UK workshop in June it's uh, still got a few spaces left and it'll be great for you to join. This is particularly useful if you want an overview of the different types of dispute resolution, how to save lots of money, who does what, and you get your ticket also gets you uh, complimentary access to a whole range of legal, financial and wellbeing professionals. I'm looking to be doing these also in other countries because they are a brilliant way to get people, the, as Cinta was saying, the information that they need up front to make them help them make much better decisions. So we are going to be ready now for our healing. So we know that Susan Camilla can do lots of great things. So today we will find out in a minute what she's gonna do with us tonight. And welcome, Susan. Lovely to see you. And Hi. you, you're going to be doing what with us today? We're going to do a lovely meditation around feeling I am enough. Oh, I like that. I'm looking forward to that. We always need a bit of that, so I shall let you take the floor. Thank you. Hello everyone. During our meditation, we will be imprinting and taking benefit from our collective energy as we focus on self-love, being at peace, and the empowerment that comes from believing I am enough. Your true nature, your very soul at core level energetically moves you, speaks to you in quiet moments, especially when you need guidance. Gift your soul this shared opportunity 
for calm empowering. Take some moments to allow your body to settle into their, a comfortable position. Close your eyes. Allow your back to lift slightly and your shoulders to soften. We're going to practice forgiveness and self-love. Please take a full breath in and a slow breath out. Another full breath in and a long breath out. And consider, please, I do not need fixing. I can forgive myself. Silently say, I am enough. And hear yourself repeat, I forgive myself for the times when I believed I was not good enough. I forgive myself for the times when I said harsh things about myself. I forgive myself for the time I chose anger. I forgive myself for the times when I did not feel good enough. Today I choose to forgive myself and welcome self-love and self-acceptance. Feel the power of these words. They are for you. I feel grateful. I am surrounded by a sense of peace. And I know that I am enough. I am enough. With each breath I take, I learn to love myself a little bit more. Take that breath and breathe in the sense, <coughs> excuse me, of loving yourself a little bit more. I have forgiven myself. Breathe in slowly and deeply. Know and trust that you are at peace with yourself. Say quietly. I am learning to be at peace with myself. Now I ask you to have a sense of bringing this beautiful self-acceptance in through the top of your head and have it filling every neuron in your brain. Filled with beautiful self-acceptance. Choose a colour to enhance this belief and brighten the colour. Make it stronger to fill your headspace. With the statement, I am learning to be at peace with myself. Feel empowered with the sense of being at peace with this self-acceptance, the self-acceptance of being enough. Every cell in your body is going to take on this empowering reality 
Allow the feeling to flow down your neck, over your shoulders, down your arms to the tips of your fingers, and then back. This beautiful sense of peace flowing through you. See the colour surrounding this feeling. We want to bring in all our senses. Feel this sense of inner quiet, the sense of inner peace. See it, taste it, reach out and touch it as the power of your aura expands. And now bring the feeling into your lungs and breathe in this powerful intention. I am enough. I am at peace. Take it into your heart space. Welcome completely this sense of peace, this delight in being enough. Allow the feeling to travel down through your soft organ tissues into your hips, down to your thighs. This contentment felt in every cell of your body. I love and accept myself no matter what. I accept completely that I am enough. Allow the feeling to travel down to your feet, down into Mother Earth, growing roots and sensing that these roots can spread far, far and wide. Then gently return this feeling from those strong roots back into your body, all the way up to the top of your head. Feel this self-love with every cell. And now you're going to expand this feeling. Blast it out to the universe as far as it'll go and then further. and return this feeling of self-love, of being enough. Bring it back with all that universal strength back into your body. Delight in this feeling and breathe slowly as it washes over you. I deserve, I am enough. I am a beautiful and deserving soul. And every night as you fall asleep and when you awaken in the morning, repeat these words. I am a beautiful and deserving soul. I am enough. Allow the words to soften your thoughts as you fall asleep at night. And allow them to set a gentle intention at the beginning of each day. Give yourself that gift. Thank you. Susan Cow Miller, Energetic Healing for Body and Mind Alignment, which is essential for good health. Thank you. Oh, lovely, lovely way to end the show. So I hope you're feeling very relaxed and grounded. And as they say on Clubhouse, I'm Susie Miller, divorce strategist, and I'm done talking. Except to say that in the war of divorce, on the battlefield of family separation, always make peace your weapon of choice.